Hi listeners, it's your favorite night owl, Angelina. I'd like to welcome you to Angel Talk, first of all. Second of all, our first segment is going to be over being consistent and like why it's important. Okay, and we're also going to be talking in the second segment about bonding and routine building in your relationship that you'll hopefully continue from here on being consistent as either a friend a family member or a romantic partner okay so let's talk about consistency to me consistency is continuing to show in your actions okay that you also have the mindset to be a part of someone's life um consistency can also be with like work like uh (laughs) consistently being late consistently not showing up on time in terms of relationships consistency can be in terms of affection not getting affection at any points of the day and then on some days getting it multiple times a day Just not having that routine of having affection when you normally do. And it might not seem like as big of a deal as it sounds to myself, but coming from experience for me, I've struggled with having friendships, family relationships, and romantic relationships due to the fact that certain people are not consistent in my life. I've chosen to cut out so many people from my life. Okay, that's something you hear a lot of people say, cut out. Okay, I have literally stopped talking to anyone who not no longer serves me because I don't have friends to serve myself. But if I don't have anyone in my life who is helping me serve my life's purpose in being happy and staying positive, then I've determined that they don't really need to be in my life. If they're not bringing anything to the table and they're not being consistent in my life, I don't care for it. Okay, and I'm not talking about those really good friends that you have, that you've been friends with since elementary school, which I've got a couple of those. And I have... Like, those relationships, I don't have to text, okay? I don't have to be texted. I don't have to call, be called, FaceTime. I don't have to do any of that to feel secure because of the consistency of my friends' actions. They have always been there for me. They've always chosen to be in my life for special events and invite me to such things for themselves and just... We've always chosen to be around each other, even if it's only for a little point in time or if we're not talking to each other for long periods of time. Okay, if you can get on the same page with someone and try to stay on that same page and understand where the other person is coming from, it's so much easier to be consistent because you know what you should be doing. You know how long you should be spending thinking about your friendship like I don't wait all day for my friends to text me because I know that they could text me at any point in the week 
either three days from now or maybe next month. You know what I mean? But it just all depends on how you feel and how your guys' vibrations kind of mesh. Because if your vibes don't mesh and if a lot of things like ideas or points of view don't mesh, that can cause a lot of people to separate from what could be good friendships. But on our second segment, we'll be talking about how that's not, that shouldn't be a deal breaker for friendships, okay? Little things or big things, okay? If you defer in such a way that you disagree, it doesn't have to end, okay? If your friendship is valuable to you and to your life. So let's talk about being consistent. Why is it important in a relationship or a friendship? Okay, that's something that we have to ask ourselves. Am I being a consistent other party? Okay, am I being consistent? Am I showing consistency? I wrote bullet points. <laughs> okay. On why consistency is important. So let's start with the first bullet point. Okay. <clears throat> this took me a little while to think about this list. But the more that I think about it, the better the points become to myself. I actually find them more valuable to continue to read. Um, I think it takes a little reminding that you're worth, you know what I mean, the consistency that you put in to a relationship. So, first point, consistency shows that you're loyal, committed, and reliable as the other party, okay? A loyal friend is someone who's going to have your back. You're going to know that they're your friend because you know that they're being the right person behind your back, that's loyalty, okay? Knowing that they're being correct to you when you're not around is loyalty for me. Commitment is that drive and that passion for your guys' bond, okay? If somebody doesn't have the commitment, they're not going to put forth any effort to spend any time with you. Your relationship's going to fall apart because no one feels the need to put in more effort than the other person. <clears throat> and reliable? Reliability as a friend isn't the most important, I don't think. It almost is, depending on the situation. Like, I would hope if something really bad or really good happened in my life that my good friends would be there. That I could rely on them to, um, like I said before, be loyal and consistent behind my back. Be able to tell me the same thing they told to somebody else. Okay, and not mix up the message to sugarcoat just because that's how good they want me to feel. Um, I rely on my friends for that. <laughs> it's so... It's so vital to be reliable in terms of a mindset. Like, 
knowing that you can rely on someone to talk to about your issues and about what happens in your private life is a form of trust almost. If you can rely on your friend to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, then that's, that's a form of being reliable. They're reliable in their truth, okay? Second, consistency encourages the other person to put forth effort and pull their own weight in the relationship. Like I said, I mean, it's 50-50. It's <laughs> okay, if you're putting forth a ton of effort and that person is seeing it and you're making it known to them that you care about your relationship, it's going to come full circle. You're both going to have the same amount of respect for each other. You're going to form a really, really long-term, healthy relationship. And, well, hopefully. But it's almost like a give and take. You have to give each other encouragement and also, like, take the encouragement. You can't be upset about the being told that you are not putting forth all your effort. You need to be able to take that like an adult. That's called communication. If you don't have good communication and you're not consistently encouraging your partner or the other party in the relationship to be their better self in the relationship with you while you're putting in 80% and they're doing 20. Then you have to ask yourself if it's worth it. Consistency, our third point, helps you form and maintain those relationships. I did talk a little bit about forming them past few minutes, but maintaining is the most important part of having a relationship. Maintaining a relationship is making sure you stay in touch, making sure you check up on your friend, okay, making sure that you're there for them in important times or if they invite you to things that you show up be reliable maintain that good hmm, that good flow you guys have in your relationship okay that flow once it's maintained so much and it's so strong it will not it will not leave like it will continue to flow You'll continue to water each other and be better friends, have a better relationship. That's huge. Maintaining a relationship is hard. You have to be okay with... <clears throat> you have to be okay with compromising. Okay, you have to be able to make sure that 
you're both okay not one of you is benefiting more than the other from the relationship I should say it's just a I don't know I guess I couldn't give real real advice on how to maintain a healthy long-term relationship because you can't help the other party okay you can't help that they're not putting in that effort but what you can help is the fact that you're telling them and whether or not you believe it being honest and letting them know where they're lacking could either go to the point where they're happy that you let them know or they're a little upset but they could take it and move on and reconstruct or they just can't take it and they don't want to hear it and they don't change in that case like I said before you have to think is this relationship worth it and is it bringing anything to the table in terms of my life, my life's journey in being happy. Okay, personally, that's that's what I look for. Is this person continuing to bring me joy? Am I continuing to bring this person joy? Are we enjoying our time together? Or are we wasting each other's time? Don't waste your time. You're worth it. They're worth it. But depending on, you know what I mean, either one of you, it could completely go sour if it's not 50-50. The last point about why being consistent is important is it helps you form trust and feel secure. Okay. I think where I've learned a lot of my trust started at home, but I can say when I was younger, a lot of my trust was shattered by people that were very negative. They decided that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't worth their time. Okay, and they hurt me. They couldn't get that trust back. Okay, and if a friend were to betray your trust, you should choose to forgive them. Choose to forgive them because it helps you move forward. But you don't have to choose to go forward with the relationship. Or the friendship. You don't have to choose to go forward. Even if it's a family member. If you bring something to them. And trust them with. Um, mental issues say. Like I'm having a panic attack. And I need to call someone. 
And the person that I trust, I call and I say, I'm having a really bad panic attack. I just can't stop shaking. My body's cold. I feel like I can't stand. I can't breathe. What if that person told me, or you, that they thought that we were being dramatic or making it up in our heads? Would you trust them with that information anymore? Probably not. Would you feel secure with that person in terms of your mental? No. I could never trust anyone that didn't didn't support me. Wasn't there for my emotional support more than my physical support. You need people that you can trust and feel secure with when things get rough. That's who you want in your corner. People that stick around when times get rough and you're there to encourage and uplift each other. That is a relationship. That's a true relationship. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't want to go quiet like that. I was trying not to. But that's me <laughs> hang in there I'm trying <laughs> but forming trust and feeling secure make sure that you stay strong okay make sure that you can go back to that person with anything you can tell them anything and they'll be sure to be your friend because they choose to be <clears throat> so, that's it for this segment on why it is important to be consistent in your relationships, friendships, or even relationships with family members. Our next segment is going to be talking about like bonding slash routine building. Okay, so if there are any topics that you would love for me to discuss or any things that you need any type of advice on please go to anchor.fm slash angel talk if you ever want to hear my podcast again be sure to follow me on spotify at capital a n g e l capital t a l k two words no spaces i'll be right back after the break Hi listeners, I'm back. So, I want to talk about forming a bond and building a routine with your friends or family or partner. <laughs> um, I'm going to go forward just saying partner. Okay, anybody who has any part in your life, consider a partner. <laughs> so, first of all, 
bonding can come from common values, backgrounds, experiences, and other things. Like, mm, okay, I won't list the other things, but <clears throat> common experiences. Like, if you were a jock in high school and you go to a bar and you meet a female who looks athletic and you find out she plays basketball okay you might find it a lot easier to bond with her than someone who crochets on Sundays okay um, values values I think of them kinda like religion just what you believe in what you practice and how you choose to live your life in backgrounds maybe it could mean race too I'm thinking backgrounds like mmm I work in the medical field okay so I bond well with people that know how to speak about the medical field know how to talk medical <laughs> um Next, <laughs> if you don't have any common interests, or a lot of them, you don't have to worry about that. Like I said in the first segment, that's not, some things just aren't that important, okay? They're not worth giving up a friendship for. There's also ways that you can learn to bond, like creating a hobby or an interest or even trying new things together that you both haven't tried, but you're both kind of interested in trying. The next one, keeping in touch. I did talk a little bit about that before, but briefly here. Keeping in touch is like talking on the phone or video chat, just Spending time together while apart, whether it's from five minutes or three hours, <laughs> spending time while you're apart is an important piece in the glue of the foundation that is your relationship. So, other than that, try to make time to spend time together. Like, in person. Maybe not so much now with this whole coronavirus deal and the, um, social distancing. It's kind of hard to get together now. But, I mean, even if you want to stay, like, eight feet apart, I don't know. But, yeah, try to make time to spend together in person. Even if it's, like, once a week or once a month around 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Like, routines are considered, okay, from the first segment, to be consistent. Okay, routines are forms of consistency. <laughs> the next one is learning to compromise with plans. Okay, we learn to compromise with... Um, like, hmm, 
we learned to compromise with things in terms of the relationship a little bit before in the other segment, but compromising with plans like alternating who gets to like choose where you go or what you try or what you do together is a good way to shake things up and get out of your comfort zone and for them to get out of their comfort zone. Okay, so if someone chooses something that you don't really seem interested in, just try it. And if you don't like it, well, you know you don't like it because you tried it. (laughs) But anyway, that leads up to like respecting each other's other plans and space and alone time. People may not think that they need it, but space and alone time is huge. Huge, huge, huge. Especially if you have a relationship and this is a friendship that you're trying to split up and work with. Like, it sucks when a friend tries to impede on a relationship. You know what I mean? They take away from the time that you could be spending with your partner. Like me, I don't really choose to hang out with my friends unless it's late at night, when my husband's sleeping, and before I wake him up in the morning. Okay, like, I won't spend time with people after he gets off of work either. Like, I just want to spend time with my husband. I don't always just want to be around friends and family and stuff like that. I want to be around my family that I built, and that's okay. As long as you're okay with it and you feel great, then it's okay. But when someone tries to come between your alone time to make time for themselves, that's selfish. And they're using you for your time. No offense. (laughs) No offense at all. But respect it. Respect if someone doesn't want to hang out every day of the week. Respect if someone wants to hang out once a week three times a month, or if they don't have time to make for you every single time. We're all adults. If we can't learn to respect each other's space, then we will more than likely not be a part of each other's space in the future. That's just what it is. Okay, the stuff wears on you. Being forced to hang out wears on you. Um... Keep communication open and honest, okay? Keeping it open and honest avoids minor problems, and it keeps the trust flowing, okay? Like we said before, having the trust is important so that you can go forward comfortably, okay? You can be secure in the fact that the person is telling you the truth okay be open to new ideas be open to what your friend says to you even though it might sound off the wall and you don't agree with it right away try to take it in and open your mind to the point where you're not being judgmental at that point okay it's just it's not worth it just you can't, you can't 
Having a closed mind makes you so judgmental and you may not even notice it. But you have to know the difference between being judgmental and giving constructive criticism. Okay, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't have to say anything. Okay, but you can still communicate. Okay, like if you have a friend that doesn't agree with the LGBT movement and you are pro-LGBT all the way, you're an ally, and this, that, and the other, well, it may be a little tense, honestly, but if you both can get past the fact that you have super strong beliefs about two different things... Or the same thing, but from two different points of view, then I believe that you could move on from that. I think that there is a way for people to keep their mouth shut and to mind their own business. I do think that there is a way for that. And I think people do not choose to exercise it a lot. Some people, um, that's just not healthy. <laughs> it's just not, it's not... <laughs> But avoid holding grudges, okay? Be forgiving because you can. All of this stuff comes back around. And if you hold a grudge, you will be more upset throughout the whole time you're not talking to that person. Because you're still holding on to it. It it doesn't make a bit of sense to me to hold a grudge. Even for my personal sake. I, I used to hold grudges and I can now say that I kind of hate myself for holding grudges as bad as I used to. But recognizing the problem is the first step in recovering from the problem. So if you can recognize that you have a problem with holding grudges or you are more hesitant to forgive people because you think they'll continue to hurt you, then you're on your way to being better. If, if, if you choose to go forward and be a better you, choosing not to do the things that held you back from your growth. Okay. <clears throat> Next one, be thoughtful. Go the extra mile to be kind. Okay? Be the friend you would love to have in your own life. Okay? Be thoughtful like when you're at McDonald's and you're getting yourself a meal and a big old Diet Coke, grab your friend an ice water. Because you know they haven't drank water all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the little things. Or if, if you know that someone's had a long day and their papers are all over and you know that they don't know what they're doing with them. Some people don't like their cluttered to be um, uncluttered. But, okay, maybe ask first. And then unclutter. Or if someone... <laughs> don't take don't I'm not gonna say it 
Okay, I'll tell you what I did, but don't don't take it as advice because I've done it and I must have looked rude for doing it. But that's not what I meant. So, um, don't clean anybody's floors <laughs> without saying anything. You don't need to clean um, anybody's house that you're visiting, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I just, I like to help. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm being judgmental at that point. I feel like it's just extra work someone hasn't gotten around to. And it's understandable to be at a point in your life where there's just a lot of clutter. Some people just need help with that. Um I don't know. Ask if anybody needs help cleaning their house. <laughs> but yeah, like I said be thoughtful and go the extra mile to be kind. Being kind goes so far as to just saying, hey, it's really good to see you. Like, I haven't seen you in a long time. I miss you. It will make that person feel so important to you. It'll make them feel valued as a friend, loved. It's, it's incredible what such small things can do. discuss your lives and reminisce about your past together okay the friends that i have that are old school friends (laughs) i like to call old school friends we we like to talk about old shit i'm not gonna lie i i'm mostly the partaker of that i do remember a lot of old shit that happened And I honestly love to reminisce like that and just laugh about the fact that (laughs) something seemed so serious back in the day, back in my elementary school days. (laughs) They're so stupid right now, I just can't even help but laugh. But when I say talk about your lives, I mean catch each other up. You know what I mean? The other person doesn't necessarily have to ask what you've been up to in life for you to tell them. And it may seem a little pushed, but if you try to tell them what's going on, at least they will know that you're putting in the effort to keep them informed on your life, to keep themselves relevant in your life and want to be a part of it. Plan trips or make new memories. So, any relationship that you have, a nice little vacation is very, very, very much needed. I used to like to take road trips with an old friend. I still take road trips with my husband. I still make new memories. I went to the pumpkin patch for the first time in since I was like four. <laughs> Just today and yesterday because my grandma took me again and oh, she spoils me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> every little moment of time that is spent laughing or being happy is worth a memory. Take a photographic memory picture, I guess. 
<clears throat> so I don't know. I guess just remember to care for the relationship and your friend so that you can trust each other and your bond can deepen. Caring for them is seeing that something's wrong and lending a helping hand. That's care. Everybody needs some TLC and... If your relationship does, if it's a little rocky because there's miscommunication or no communication at all, speak up and try to make things better in your relationship because the other person is more than likely feeling the rift and they want it to change also. But some people aren't as open about talking about that stuff. So if you initiate it and they talk to you about it, Know that they're being open to repairing what they consider an important relationship. Just <sighs> to end off my podcast, I would like to remind you that flowers will grow if you water them. Okay? Flowers will shrivel if you don't. Okay, treat your relationships, treat yourself, your relationship with yourself, I should say, as a delicate flower. <laughs> just, just know that it can get better if you continue to put in and the other half may reciprocate that if they're feeling the love, if they're feeling the commitment and the hard work that you're putting forth to keep the ship running. Um, if there are any topics that you would like to discuss with me <clears throat> or that you would like me to cover, please go to anchor.fm slash angel talk. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, if you want to listen to me again, and if you want to hear about <laughs> some self-improvement advice, follow me on Spotify. I'm there at capital A N G E L capital T A L K two words. No space. I appreciate you guys for listening, um, thinking about me, thinking about yourself. Um, like I said before, the most important step in becoming better and recovering is knowing that you need to. So if there's any rifts in your relationship, relationships, whatever. Be active in trying to fix it so it doesn't shrivel away and die. <laughs> this is Angelina, and thank you for listening to Angel Talk. Once again, 
anchor.fm slash angel talk and on Spotify at angel talk, no space. Thanks.